Yo, 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 we is back with another Not The Same Podcast Bible Study episode number 28. I remember, brother. Yeah. I remember. So we are. I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. You know, we you know what I get our memory on, man. So once again, we're glad to be back, man, talking about the subject of understanding sowing and reaping. Sowing and reaping is a very important subject to the Christian walk. You know what I'm saying? It's highly important. What up, Nigel? What up, Nigel? Good to see you in here, sir. Amen. Uh, good evening, D. Yeah, I had it right. See, D, D got us. She got us. <laughs> had it right. Yeah, episode 28, man. So, yeah, we're glad to be back, like I said, with another Not the Same podcast. Bible study. You know, we uh, went in depth last uh, couple of weeks. Yeah. I was about to say two weeks ago. It, it wasn't making sense in my head. A couple of weeks, two weeks, something. But, yeah, we went in depth a couple of weeks ago, man, and uh, went in, man. It was very, very good. So, you know, we're we going to get ready to dig in, Rob. But yeah, first good. of all, before we get into this, man, how you be, brother? I'm feeling I'm feeling all right, man. I had a little case of insomnia. Wasn't able mm. to get no sleep. That Which is, I haven't had insomnia, man, since I went, like, through chemo. That is the worst feeling in the world, brother. Mm. You hit that so, 48? Yeah, that's all I thought about that. Okay, uh... Yeah, I bet it is. I, I have never had insomnia, and I, I, I hope not to ever. <laughs> yeah. Because it don't seem to be too cool. You know what I mean? It ain't. It ain't, brother. Man, my bags got bags. What <laughs> 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 says bags got bags. All right, yeah. man, with no further ado, man, let's get into it, man. Uh, appreciate everybody sliding through. If you are watching, do us a favor and uh, give us a, a – a like and a subscribe and, you know what I'm saying, all the good stuff. Share it with your people. Let them know what we're talking about tonight. We're digging into, like I say, sowing and reaping. We would love to have uh, your participation as always. But, you know what I'm saying, uh, D says she glad you're feeling better. Yeah, a little up. better, sis. A little better. Yeah, you know, Rob is uh, sleep deprived sometimes, man. Y'all, D, understand, man, y'all work them crazy hours. Graveyard. <laughs> Gangsta, gangsta Basically. hours, you know what I mean? Basically. So, you got to do what you got to do, man. But let's get into uh, what we were talking about, sowing and reaping. So, on our, on the last time we met, uh, I believe we were here. But let's do a little review, brother. So, we're going to start in the review is with our base scriptures. Our base scriptures, number one, is Genesis 8 and 22 and also Leviticus 19, 1 through 2, and then also 9 through 10. So uh, let's get to this. That ain't the Bible. Hold on. We'll get it in a minute because uh, my stuff and disappeared on it. Here we go. All right. Reader, <laughs> let me get you to help me on that one, brother. All right, cool. While the earth remains seed, hold on. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Like you said, while the earth remains, seed time, seed time and hardest, cold and heat, summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. What this is referencing is 
the process of sowing and reaping, seed time and harvest. You put seed in the ground, there's some time in between, and then you reap a harvest. That is kind of what what we call a kingdom principle, a law of the land. This will, as we said before, this will always work for anybody, but it works even better for us believers. But whatever you sow, you is going to reap. Whether you think you is or you ain't, whatever you sow, you is going to reap. For real, for real. Anything on that, Rob, before I go to the next one? No, sir, you're right on point. All right, next was Leviticus 19, 1 through 2. So, uh, yeah, 19, 1 and 2. Gotcha. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the sons of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. And from here, we went into a a lifestyle of being holy. I know this was a sowing and reaping message, but being holy is very important to the believer operating Mm -hmm. in this. You will reap a lot more benefits if you are living holy. Now, it's not a reward for living holy, but holiness will make you be able to be in tune to the spirit of the Lord much more when you live in holy. You know what I mean? You can hear from God a lot better and a lot easier when you live in holy, when you live in hellish, like a hellcat, <laughs> your hearing ain't going to be that great, man. It right, just ain't. Right. You know what I mean? All right, we're also going to go down to the second part of that was 9 and 10. Now, this is basically the outline of, of all of what we be going into and what we've been going into for this. And we're not doing this redundantly. We're doing this because Scripture interprets Scripture. And sometimes you can go back and you get this, you pull this, you pull that. So we're not goofy by doing this. There's a reason. 9 to 10, brother. Yep. Now, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap the way edges of your field, nor shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest. And you shall not glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather the falling grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the needy and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Now, some of the last parts there, leaving them for the needy and the stranger, we don't get into that tonight because one of the subjects is when God blesses you, it's not just for you, right? It's not just for you, but we're not going to go to that right now. Uh, we're going to go to our next slide, and it's going to be on, give me a second, guys, reaping. We're going to go into reaping. The definition of, hold on a second, Rob. Let me, let me get you get my brother scraped. Yep. All right. So we're going to go into reaping. That's what we're going to talk about. What is reaping? Number one, definition. Rita. All right. Definition of reaping. Receive a reward or benefit as a consequence of one's own or other people's actions. The company is poised to reap the benefits of this investment. Right. So what this is talking about, reaping is something you something you receive for what you've done as a consequence. Like you say, consequence of you you or your own or other people's actions, you can reap. When it says something about other, other people's actions, if Rob, give a great example, if Rob had a life of crime, robbing banks, right? And all of a sudden he had to go to jail and he had to be in there for a minute, minute. Guess who's going to reap those negative benefits? His children, his sons, his daughter. Right. You know what I mean? The right. reputation, the rep, and all that. Oh, he was just this, this. They will reap that, and they will be judged in the light of what our brother, what my brother did. That is an example mm-hmm. of reaping in that way. All right, we're going to go to the next one. And then we'll be going to some scriptures as well. Okay, first thing, number two, how to reap. Two ways. 
number one, to sow. Number two, the num- uh, or A, A, how to reap, you sow. B, know how to receive. Why does right. that make sense? Know how to receive. That's another way of reaping because a lot of people don't reap things because they can't receive. You know, like I gave an example before in the last Bible study, it's very hard for me personally to receive compliments. That's why it made, me, made it difficult for me to put out music. But I can be holding up someone's blessings by not doing what I'm supposed to do or holding up someone's reaping, being able to reap something. Because if I'm speaking a word in music and I'm sowing that out, you know, it's not just me reaping. It could be other people reaping. You dig right. what I'm saying? So we got to get that together. So we're going to, uh, we'll be going to Galatians 6 and 7. We'll get this straight. Anything on that, brother? No, sir. All right, Galatians 6 and I said 7. Was that right, sir? I believe it was yeah. 7. Galatians 6 and 7. All right, let's get it. All right. Do not be deceived. Yeah, that, you're good. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a person sows, this he also will reap. For, oh, yeah, that's it. All right, do not be be conceived. Be not conceived. <laughs> do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a person sows. This also, or this he will also reap. As I'm talking about, as we where we are in this uh, teaching is reaping. Right? We went into sowing. Now we got to get into reaping. So, uh, here we go. How to reap? Hold on a second. Let me get to my spot. Get to my spot. My spot. So back to how to reap. So we have to know how to sow. Like. There's different ways of sowing. Uh, like we said earlier, you can sow into people. You can sow money. You can sow finances. I talked before about giving or sowing a car, you know, or giving or sowing money, giving or sowing food, whatever. It's very important. That's a, But it, you will not reap anything if you don't sow. Think about this. If you're uh, just like, you know, a lot of people get caught up in tithing. I don't want to give the preacher no money. It ain't about the preacher. It's about right. you being obedient to what the word says. You dig what I'm saying? So that's very important. Uh, also, what is also important is knowing how to receive. And for that, we'll be going to Psalms 27 and 14. Psalms 27 and 14. And uh, feel free to add anything you want there, brother. Oh, I'm on. You. <laughs> we. We're going to get there. <laughs> All right, 27-14. Go ahead, brother. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Yes, wait for the Lord. So another way for uh, reaping is this is to know how to receive. One way to receive is waiting. and But waiting, in your waiting, is not just saying, I'm waiting on the Lord and you ain't doing nothing. There's another other scriptures say, occupy until he comes. That's what God, uh, Jesus told to his disciples. Look, don't just say my my Savior's coming back and I ain't doing nothing. I'm not living a Christian life no more. I'm not operating godly. I'm not doing nothing no more. Right. You're supposed to occupy until he comes. So just like when, when you sold something, whether you sold some money, you sold uh, a seed, a literal seed, trying to get some fruit, what do you do if you sow a literal seed into the ground? You're going to water that thing. 
You dig what right. I'm saying? You're going to put some water on the ground. You're going to keep watering it. You're going to take care of the ground. You'll make sure the ground is right. You're going to make sure the ground is not uh, ridden from uh, worms and bugs. Or especially if you do a tomato, you got to watch for these big, weird-looking worms. If you ever seen a tomato did. Or uh, you try to sow, sow a seed for a, a watermelon or something like that. You got to watch for that. You got to watch for squirrels. You know, you see people that got gardens. What they got? They got these big barbed wire fences around their uh right around their garden. Well, they do that to keep out the predators, right? Mm-hmm. There's a scripture in Matthew. I don't know what it was. They say the word was so, so, yeah, grubs. Thank you, Cortez. What up, though? Yeah, grubs. That's what those little weird-looking uh, worms that come for tomatoes. They're the nastiest-looking things ever. Because when you, you ever heard the saying fried green tomatoes? So tomatoes are green before they turn red. And them grubs be looking fat and green. That's some nasty-looking stuff. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. You know what I mean? No, so it was a delay. My bad, see? Um, no, also, it, it also t- um, tells you if you don't tend to it while you're waiting, then your blessing can be taken away. You, mm-hmm. you just likened it to the grubs. Like, if you don't tend to it and protect your seed, then what ends up happening, your seed is sown not on good ground anymore, and then the yeah. ways of life or whatever the case may be, can be likened to those grubs and it'll eat away your seed. So you have mm. to make sure that you tend to your ground and do what you're supposed to do when you yeah. sow certain seeds in certain situations. Right. You know what I mean? So while you're waiting, sometimes you got to tend to the ground. Otherwise other things can come and your seed is just gone. Cause you didn't, you didn't tend to it. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very, very important, man. So there's always, uh, as you would say, birds coming to eat your seed. When you when you dropping that stuff on the ground, it's birds coming to eat your seed. I don't know where that scripture is in Matthew that speaks of that. Yeah, if anybody knows it, let us know, and I'll put it up. But it's very important where, where the sower sows seed on good ground or bad ground or whatever. That's another part. Now, that, it's not in this message, but the ground matters. And what I mean yes. the ground the people you're sowing into matters, right? So if there's someone that is unreceptive of, like, for example, you're trying to witness to somebody and tell them about Jesus, right? If they're unreceptive and they dry to it, like, I hate Jesus, he's evil, you may not be able to win them quickly, right? The ground, their heart got to be open to the receiving the gospel. So that's where you need to just drop little nuggets. Hey, God loves you. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? Because that ground yeah. is hard. You know, if you're trying to witness to somebody in that way. So that is another uh, a way of sowing. We're going to go to. Uh, or go ahead, bro. Going back to your living hope, living holy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes you'll see somebody will watch the moment they hear what you believe or how your attitude. They will watch how you respond. They will watch how you carry yourselves. And you can win people over just by the way you move. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. So that's. That's where the living holy comes in. Not saying that you have to be perfect, but it's just saying, look, I'm striving to be. And when I mess up, you know, your character, your integrity, stuff like that, that men and women of God, should it should be something different about us outside of saying I'm blessed and highly favored. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number three is when do you reap? That's a good question because mm-hmm. a lot of people say, okay, I've sold this, man. I've been given. Money for years, and, you know, when do I reap? When do I finally get my blessing? 
When do I finally receive what I've been asking the Lord for or what I've been giving or sowing towards? When do I get it? Well, we'll be going to Galatians 6 and 9, and uh, we're going to try to understand that from a, a biblical perspective. Right. Let me get it set up right quick, and here we go. All right. Let's not become discouraged in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not become weary. Uh, do, let's do 10 and 2, brother. All right, I'll start over. Let's not become okay. discouraged in doing good, for in due time we will reap if we do not become weary. So then, while we have opportunity, let's do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of the faith. Right, so that's very important, man. Like, do not... The time is or when will you reap in due time. <laughs> right. You're not going to know the exact time. You're not going to know the exact time. But do not grow weary in doing good. So, other words, you know, just because you sold this thing, don't try to be good just for that. Do good all the time. You know, don't grow weary right. in well-doing, but keep on doing the good. And you will reap in due season. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't allow yourself to be discouraged. A lot of us get discouraged when we don't get what we want. Because at the end at the end of the day, a lot of us inside are just babies. <laughs> you know what I mean? We just some babies. We want our ways, you know. A lot of us grow up, you have children and children that grow up, and a lot of us we grown babies when it comes to certain things. Let you not get your way with your husband, ladies. You become a baby. Vice versa. Let you not get your way with your wife, brothers. You become a baby. You get and instead of laying on the floor, kicking your feet and having a whole uh uh conniption fit on the floor you may just do this i ain't gonna i ain't talking to her right now you know what i mean right you're doing the same thing it's still the childish ways but we got to put away those things what if what if you don't get the response you want look at this scripture let's not become discouraged and doing good for in time we will reap that can go for a lot of things and married people get what i'm saying you know because a lot of times us brothers when you don't get what you want all your attitudes stinky and you don't want to help, you know, somebody needs you to help around the house. I don't want to help around the house. That ain't right, fam. That ain't right. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? One of the, Some of the greatest people that you got to win to the Lord, although they may be saved, or some of the greatest people, let me say this way, some of the greatest people that you show the love of Christ is your family, the yeah. people in your house. You know what I mean? Even, even greater than the people outside your house. So because yeah, they see it all. What'd you say, bro? Because they see it all. You know what I mean? My we talk about this all the time. My boys see everything I'm doing. So yeah, they know on and off this screen, I'm the same person. You know what yeah. I mean? So otherwise, they wouldn't have no respect for what it is that I'm doing. None whatsoever. None whatsoever. And that's, that's you know, that's, that's very, very important, man. So if you have sown, you know, whatever you have sown, if you have sown and you have not reaped yet, do not get discouraged, people. Stay with so, it. Stay with it. Yep. Do not quit because God will always take care of you. Always. You know what I'm saying? He never lets you down. And <laughs> like the old school church used to say, he may not come when you want him, but he come when it's right on time. You know what I mean? And also just know, like, whenever you, this is where your heart at. And I believe C got a scripture that talks about that. Like, if you reaping to get or to mm-hmm. receive, like, Depending on what your heart, then I know the Bible talks about this. If you sow a seed and you tell the world, well, that's all you're going to get from that seed because you yeah. didn't got you didn't got praise from man because you gave this and you gave that and you made a big deal out of it. That's mm-hmm. your reward right there. 
The other thing you got to remember is the enemy knows when you start speaking that thing, yeah. I'm always giving. Yeah, I'm always giving my time. And yeah. then you start complaining, mm-hmm. and the enemy just keep piling on to it, piling mm-hmm. on to it. And you mm-hmm. speaking depth into your seed. So, again, you're not watering it correctly because you sold it. Right. If you sow it, water it, or if it's the type of seed you sow and be like, look, I, I'm blessing these folks over here and going about your business, then so be it. But you're not going to be able to hear from God if you complaining the whole time. And with that being said, ditto. <laughs> you can't hear from God if you complaining all the time, man. One, if you always complaining, how can you receive something? Right. You can't. You know what I'm saying? You can't receive nothing with your hand closed because you mad because you complaining. You receive with your hands open. You know what I mean? Right, right. As an example of your hands open, man, it's like, and, and there's this thing too. You know, just like if you if your seed is a prayer for something, right? And you're believing God for it. You don't you don't pray for it and be like, Well, he ain't did it yet. He ain't did it yet. I thought he was real. He still ain't did it yet. He ain't did it yet. Now, there's there's a couple of things that apply here. You have to pray thing pray for things according to the scripture. Other words, mm-hmm. you have to find the right to pray for this thing within right. the scripture. And also, you need to be led by the Holy Spirit. If those two things are true, because being led by the Holy Spirit is going to always reflect Scripture. Holy Spirit right. is going to always reflect Scripture, right? And then number two, if you find it in the Word and you say you want to claim it, just like have, owning a home, is it, you can find that in the Word. You can have a home. Now, owning a mansion, you can find that in the Word for when you get to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you get to heaven, yeah, you, you guarantee <laughs> right, imagine, but on this earth, no, sir. You know what I'm saying? Now you can believe God for a house, and you can find biblical uh, 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 standing to believe God for a house in the in the Word, but you ain't finding it for a mansion. You know what I'm saying? God is more than enough. Dig that? Yeah. But He promised mansions for heaven, <laughs> and I and I get people say you can have heaven on earth, yeah, but He ain't mean it like that. When you just go grab somebody's mansion, and also when you praying for something. Right, and you're standing on something, you're sowing seed for something. Don't sow seed to get take something from somebody else, right? Right. Like I can see my brother Rob have a house. He got a nice house, and I can be encouraged. My brother Rob got a nice house. I believe I can get me a nice house too. Amen. God, you are no respect to a person. Amen. I don't believe I need to have a house in Bellman Farms <laughs> right, <laughs> at right, the address that right. my brother stay at and say, right. that's it for me. Or, you know, you can say, hey, my brother got a wife and all that. I don't be, I in Jesus' name ain't gonna be believing for Nikki. <laughs> That's right, not right. right. He ain't gonna be believing for Crystal. You know what I'm saying? Right. God may promise you a spouse. He ain't promise you somebody else's spouse. You know. And I feel like I shouldn't have to say that, but just in case, it don't work like that, fam. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to pray for the right things. But what I was getting to, I got sidetracked. What I was getting to is like when you pray, you sow seed or you're praying for something, you believe in God for something, what you receive. You see this? Have you ever seen somebody worship? How many people you seen worship hands like this? Worship. You thanking God. You praise him. You give him glory. Amen. So you pray Amen. for, I'm praying for a house, right? I'm believing God for a house. I'm getting my credit together for a house. I'm doing what I got to do, get my money right for a house. But the whole time, thank you, Lord Jesus, that you fulfilled a promise that I prayed for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Yeah. I'm yeah. honored. Thank you. Praise you, Jesus. 
give you glory, God. I give you glory. But like I said, it does not mean you're going to get somebody else evicted <laughs> about the house. Right. And that's my house. Nah, God, God, awesome enough where you can have your own. You ain't got to take nobody else's. I'm just hey, I, I, I want to something that you said when you sow in these seeds and believe in God for certain things, mm-hmm. you got to make sure that you're in order. Because if yeah. you're not in obedience and in order or in the proper position, you can't receive what God has for you. You know what I mean? Like, think about this. And, and this is just sowing and reaping. The children of Israel never got the promise because they never were in position to receive it. Yeah. You, you dig what I'm saying? So the promised land was right there, but they yep. couldn't cross over into it because of right. disobedience, mm-hmm. looking at everybody else, mm-hmm. envious, jealous, like mm-hmm. everything outside of trusting in the Lord. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that still holds true today, man. Like, don't be envious and jealous of right. the next man or woman and you sowing seed and saying, mm-hmm. then you're twisting scripture. Well, guys, no respect a person. I'm going to get this person $100 and it's going to yeah. come back to me a hundredfold. No, like, it's don't twist work. scripture. That's not how it works. I'm going to no? say this. Steve had, C had a, a tremendous blessing over the summer that mm. put him in a financial game. I celebrated with my brother. I recently was able to celebrate the same thing. Yeah. You, you see what I mean? Because I celebrated with him genuinely. I wasn't upset. I wasn't, well, how come he ain't? Why can't I? None of that. I celebrated and was like, it's going to happen for me. Right. So, yeah, that, that's how that worked, man. And that's what we're supposed to do as believers. You know what I'm saying? Rejoice with those who rejoice. It's in the book. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And that's not always easy. You know what I'm saying? Because you're rejoicing with those who rejoicing, so to speak. And you feel like, look at my house. I ain't got nothing to rejoice about. Right. <laughs> look at this dump I'm staying in or whatever. But you will never move on to the next place without being able to rejoice and be happy for someone else. You know what I'm saying? That's moving on to their next level. All right. that And that's a perfect segue to get to where we uh where we're moving on in this teaching. When God blesses, it is not just for you. When God blesses, it is not just for you. Number one, God never intended for you to be greedy. Kind of touched on them on this last time. Rob said it hit him a little bit. It hit me a little bit. But it is the truth. God never intended for you to be greedy, especially with what, he, what you're reaping or the blessings you're receiving. We will go back to Leviticus 9 through 10. Like I said, we're going to be going back and forth a little bit. Yeah, uh, let me let me get it together. Levitic, Leviticus 19, 9 through 10. That's where we'll be going. And I'll show it to y'all in just a second. Here we go. Let me get it back. And here we go, brother. Um, 9 and 10, right? Yep. All right. Now, when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not reap the very edges of your field, nor shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest. And you shall not glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather the falling grapes of your vineyard. And you shall leave them for the nearby, for the needy, and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. So what this is saying or what this means is, like, if you think in the sense of a cotton field or a grape field or whatever, right? And it's saying, okay, when you reap the harvest of your land, you'll walk through each line and you'll get the, the good fruits off. You take them off and you take them off. But the ones that fell on the ground, leave them on the ground. You know what right. I mean? And he was saying, don't go out to the very edges of it. Leave the little stuff on the edges out there. 
And basically what this is indicating is that you ain't got to take it all, fam. <laughs> Leave some for somebody else. So, uh, you know, we give an example. If God bless you with $200,000, that doesn't mean you get uh, you move to Tahiti and you hide it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, if the Lord <laughs> tells you to move to Tahiti, hey, hey, set sail, fam. Do what you got to do. Right? right? Right. But whenever you get these things, lump sums, houses, cars, or whatever, trust me, all this stuff is not just for you, even if it's your car. Right? Rob, tell me how many times you had to drive somebody around in your car. Your car ain't just for you. You right. dig what I'm saying? You think it's just for you. You think because, hey, I got to look at this, 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 this. It ain't just for you. When God blesses, it's not just for you. And right. we have to remember that. It is very, very important because I'm not talking about that. Everybody going to be rich. I've said this plenty, plenty of times. You got to yeah, promise please, to be please taken. Put that out there. Everybody is not going to be rich. Everybody is not going to be rich. You have a promise to be taken care of. He will supply your needs. You know what I'm saying? And you might get a couple of them wants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. But you may not get all of them. Uh, That's good, D. And it's good, D. D said like Boaz did for Ruth in the beginning when they met. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. For real. So yep. it's not about hoarding. You know what I mean? And I know in our culture and – Western culture, as they say, you know, the most people, the people that are popular and the people that have the most notoriety are rich and they're not giving. They're just rich. You know what I mean? And they got the most and they have arrogance and they do all this. But as believers, man, when we get it, we supposed to get it, take care of the needs and then ask God where we supposed to put more in the ground. That's how we supposed to do. This. That's how we supposed to operate in this thing. It's not just, yo, you know, uh, me and my people good. Screw everybody else. That that ain't how this works. Right, right. That ain't how this works at all. Go ahead, bro. No, nah, you're on point. Yeah, man. I, so my fault. D, that was a great, and I mean great example as far as um how Boaz left it out there so Ruth can take it back. That mm -hmm. that was on point. And that's how we gotta be. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, you know, we gotta be able to do this do this thing and stay with it. Stay with it. All right, moving on to the next one. Uh, it would be nowhere to give your excess. It's another good thing. So we're going yeah, back man. to the same scripture. I told you we'll be going back and forth to these same scriptures again, 9 and 10. I got it, bro. Saying that when you reap your harvest of your land, you shall not reap to the very edges of your field, nor, sh nor shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest, and you shall not glean your uh, shall not glean your vineyard, nor shall you gather the fallen grapes of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the needy and for the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Lead them, lead them for the needy and the stranger. How many of us, and I speak for myself, 95% of the time when I pull up to, I'm getting on to, about to get on to an expressway, I'm about to get onto an on ramp or something like that, and you see somebody holding the sand. I mean, holding a sign 95% of the time, I'm going to keep it 1,000. I'm looking just like this. Yeah. Because I'm like, mm, this one word could be working. He could be doing this. And, mm -hmm. and not enough times, I will say I am guilty of this, not enough times do I say, Lord, do you want me to get him something? You know? But aren't, isn't he an example of the needy? You know, I know we live in a land where everybody is faking. 
Everybody is flogging. Everybody has a gimmick going on. Everybody has a scheme going on, right? We live in times like this, and we look at everything through the side eye. But we can't do that, right? We have to ask the Lord, hey, do I need to I need to get them straight? I need to give them a sandwich or something. Now, I would not advise putting any of those one words in your car unless the Lord, well, you better hear the Lord <laughs> right. say, give them a ride somewhere. I, You know, because if the Lord tell you give them some food, go get them something and come back. That's what I would do. You know, say, hey, man, I've, get, I've given people food. I've given, like, I was in one time I was eating something. And I was like, you know what? I was told to give it to you, man. Hey, I just bit off this, bro, but, hey, if you need it, thank you. Dude ate, smashed that joint right then and there. Now, what if I would have kept my mindset while I was like, he faking, right? He just wants some money. If he just wants some money, he wouldn't have ate that food. He would he would have right. bought it up and sat over there because, you know, they got a little pile over there sometimes. Sit over there with the pile wouldn't have worried about it. My man was hungry. He smashed that joint. Thank you so much. So, you know, that's an example of giving it to the needy. Of uh, like what the Bible said. Also, the stranger. What if the Lord tells you to give it to somebody you absolutely don't know? Money, uh, clothes, or something like that. And you see them, and you just, it's just stirring in you. Give them your hoodie. Give them your hoodie. You're like, man, it's not the same hoodie. Give them your hoodie. Well, why am I hearing that? Now, this this is what I say a lot of time. Would the Lord tell me that? <laughs> I'm asking that. Really, because I don't want to get a hoodie, you know? Right. And I keep hearing it over and over again. Would the Lord tell me that? Would the Lord tell me that? And then I'd be like, all right, I done heard this three, four times. I'm supposed to be doing this. And I need right. to. Because most of the time when I'm asking, is this you, Lord? It really is him. I just don't want to do it. I mean. No, that's that's a fact, brother. Like, if it's, you just got to. But that's in your in tune, though. Like, you know when you're being disobedient. Well, I ain't going to say disobedient. When you kind of tugging with the Lord. But if yeah. you don't have that relationship, you're going to always go with the. Nope, that wasn't the Lord. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's, it's very so important. easy to go with that. Oh, yeah, very much so. Like, I'm with you. I pull off. Sometimes I give. Sometimes I don't. Most of the times I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because a lot of times, like I say, man, you're looking at them and you're just thinking, oh, this a game. You know, yeah. they, they ain't serious. This a game. They, they, they ain't really that messed up or whatever. But that was the end of it, man. We have come to the end of this. But I, I, a few key points I want I want to remember I want you to remember I'm gonna go back to them give you a few of the definitions things that are very important in this number one uh, let me see here being holy that is very very important to yeah, this man. Christian life I know this was a sowing and reaping uh, Bible study but being holy is of high importance. And Webster's meaning was exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Two, divine for the Lord, our God is holy. And then the biblical meaning was the Hebrew word for holy is Kadesh, which means apartness, sacredness, or separ- separatedness, or separate, separate, I just say separatedness. I know it's wrong, but, hey, I did my best. Showing that God is altogether sacred, holy, and uh, set apart. Set apart. Yeah, and basically what that's meaning, you are set apart or cut out from the group. You know, there's a group of mankind, Right. And when you are right. one of his holy ones, you have received his righteousness or right standing, then you have been pulled apart. You're not the same. But right. a lot of times what we do when we recognize, oh, I'm holy, I'm different, we try to go right back. Because, you know, I don't want to be weird. You know, I don't want folks to think I'm strange. I don't want to be the crazy person getting right. up on the plane just singing 
praise and worship and thinking everybody's going to join in. I don't want to be that. And it doesn't mean you have to be that. But what it does mean is that there's a lifestyle that comes with this Christian walk that is very important that we have to walk in. You know what I mean? You got anything on yeah. that, Rob? For yeah. Um, with the living holy, like, yeah. it, like we've been talking about, you're not going to know what to sow, what ground to sow in, what people, what you, how to operate if you're not set apart. Because, yeah, you could be set apart, but how is your relationship with the Father? Are right. you praying? Are you fasting? Are you reading your word? Because these are all the ways for him to show you which way to go. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, it says um, separateness, showing that God is altogether holy, sacred, and set apart. If mm -hmm. you don't have a relationship with him, per I'm not saying if you're not saved, because you can be saved and still don't talk to the Father on a regular basis. Yeah. So it's very important that your relationship with him so that when you are praying those scriptures pop up because mm -hmm. if that's your only if that's your only weapon in this battle which is the word of god the sword of the spirit then how you gonna know what's holy and not holy if you're not reading to hear from them outside of prayer so yeah it's very it's it's very important man holiness is important. yeah holiness is it's a lifestyle it's not just a saying not saying you're going to be perfect, but it is a lifestyle. And then we dug into as well, uh, sowing. The definition of sowing is, it, is this, to sow, to plant seeds. Throughout versions of the Bible, sowing is, I left the S off, I see that. Sowing is used as a metaphor for one's actions and reaping for the results of those actions. As long as the earth remains, seed time and har harvest will not cease. It will always be here. Um yeah. Let's see. Well, then we get the definition of reaping. The definition of reaping is uh, receive a reward or benefit as a consequence of one's own, own and other people's actions. The company is poised to reap benefits of this investment. As we said early, earlier, reaping is uh, receiving the actions basically of what you sow. The good the goodness of what you sow or the badness of what you sow. And I get an example is someone, I I have an uncle, I, I won't use Rob. I have an uncle that did 10 year bid in jail. Right. And he went in, he was married, had kids, good kids, came out of jail, got out, you know, decent kids. Then went all kind of ways, not married no more. All those things happened because he did the action that put him in jail. He did an action it landed him in jail. Some of the reaping came from he lost 10 years of his life. Some of the reaping came from he lost relationship with his kids. Some of the reaping came from, from he lost his kids got into weird things and all that. Why? Because he, the man, was not there because of decisions of things he sold and ended up reaping. That is an example of reaping in a negative sense. Reaping in a good sense is praying for years that I give an example. I prayed for over 10 years of my life to be debt free. I prayed for it. Sold for it, uh, tried my best to live by it, everything for 10 years. 10 years later, something happened, became totally debt-free. That was a great reaping, you know what I mean? That's an example of a good reaping, you know. Or like I said about Rob one time, he sold, he always, I said, you always know, I knew this brother, as long as i known him, he always offered space in, in his house if somebody was going through a tough time. He'd give a bed, he'd find a bed, yo, yo, yo. And now he has a house with plenty of beds. 
When I met him, he had a normal size, something he was renting. He's owning something now. That is something like uh, when he, when we talked about it, Rob didn't even know. That was a sewing, right? right? And he reaped many rooms from very little rooms, you know, things like right. that. So uh, that's the definition of reaping. And last thing we got to is when God blesses you, it is not for, it's not just for you. When God blesses you, it is not just for you. And God never intended for you to be greedy. We have to remember these things because you're going to keep living in life and you will come into uh, increase, you know, Everybody around this year get some type of increase. If you got kids, you get a little bit of something, something. You get some <laughs> little change in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? You got plenty of kids, you get lots of change in you your pocket. The benefits. You know, you reap some benefits of that sewing. You know what I mean? A different type of sewing. <laughs> All the married people get an amen. And uh, uh, you, ain't you know what I mean? You get the benefits of it. It ain't nothing wrong with it. You know, it, it is in the word and it's holy. But even at these times, you get these. Lump sums, you know, there's something I learned about money and dealing with money. When you get lump sums, do not blow the lump sum. That's how you get out of debt. If you want to bottle up something, I can give you way more details because I'm not a debtologist. That ain't a real word. I just made it up. I'm not one of them. <laughs> but one of the best ways to get out of debt is when you get them lump sums, pay something off one word. Yeah. Pay something off. Don't just go get a new whip. Don't just go get a new computer. Don't just go get the 75-inch. All those things are good. There's nothing wrong with it. It is not sin. But, you know, the Bible also said, oh, no man, nothing but to love him. I don't know why I'm going here, but trust me. It is important when you get them lump sums. This is the secret. I'm telling y'all because this what this will work for me. When I got a lump sum, every time I got one, let me pay something off. Let me not yeah. something off. So when I got... My my biggest blessing at the end, I had eighty percent of everything already paid off. So then it was just just a, 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 a as I heard a preacher say, it was a whopper chunk <laughs> blessing around this thing. You know what I mean? A whopper chunk, brother was very happy around this joint. Anyway, man, before we get up out of here, man, you got anything else, Rob? Closing remarks? No, no closing remarks, man. Just. Hey, look, when you sow these seeds, well, I guess I do got closing remarks. When you sow these seeds, sow them with the right heart. Um, You know what I mean? Stop looking at everybody through the side eye because sometimes God will test your faithfulness and have you bless somebody you can't stand. Mm -hmm. It it can happen. And you'll mess your blessing up because it's like I can't stand them. I ain't talked to them in years. Mm -hmm. They always doing this, but God's not. God's testing you and your faithfulness with mm-hmm. your with your finances, your time, your prayer, whatever the case may be. Because sometimes sowing may not always be a seed of money. It could be a seed of time, a seed of wisdom. And yeah. he has a word from you only to go talk to that person, especially if it's someone you don't really fool with because you're not expecting, they're not expecting it to come from you. Mm-hmm. how they know it's coming from God same way for you so just listen because God will have you do some stuff this foolish son to man but he uses the foolish things to confound the wise so just remember that when you out here and you walking in love in this Christian walk absolutely so uh, thank y'all man for watching we got done a little bit earlier we'll be moving on to some new subject I don't know what it is we got, God gives something to Rob may give something to me yeah. I don't know 
But he already he he, he dropped it in me yesterday, brother. Oh Lord. So. Oh Lord. Well, <laughs> praise the Lord then. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. Uh, let me say this, man. Yeah, you know, I know we're talking about sowing and reaping, man. But we just want y'all to know, as I said in the last Bible study, the greatest seed that was ever sown to earth was Jesus Christ. And when he reaped, or when he came, when he rose again, we all reaped. All of us. We got reaped and we got a chance to meet, be in fellowship with the Father through his son. Amen. Because he rose again on the third day. We just had the Easter celebration, a resurrection day. Resurrection you know, I know they call Sunday. it Easter, whatever. Yeah. We know what it means. We know what it's for. And we know what it's about. And they get, that's a great reminder of what Jesus did for us. Me, Rob, everybody that's watching, everybody that watch this later or whatever, he did this for us. And I don't ever want to get up out of any podcast or any show without giving y'all an opportunity to know our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because trust me, there's no way north. And when I'm saying north, I ain't talking about uh, North Pole. There's nowhere north without him. There's just, I'm sorry. You know, I don't mean to be. Whatever, but I'm sorry, man. You have to know him. You have to get to know him and accept him in your life because he will change you and make you a brand new creature, make your life whole. He would not promise you riches. I know we did this talking about sowing and reaping. This ain't about money. It ain't about the right. sense of you about to be rich. If you do these principles, you'll be rich. No, you do these principles, you'll be blessed. Amen. Rich and blessed ain't the same thing, but I'd rather be blessed. I just put it that way. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? So if you don't know Jesus, you can ask him in your heart right now. All you have to say is, Jesus, I believe that you died on the third day for me, that you died and rose for me to be set free and born again. I believe you died for my sins. I believe that you are the son of God, and I believe that you can change me. I accept you. I confess you as my Lord and Savior right now, and I accept you in my heart. Have your way with me. I receive you. Change me. Change me now in Jesus' name. If you prayed that. If you prayed that, welcome to the kingdom. And I will give you one more piece of advice. Find a good church home. Find a church that is preaching the word of God. And get your Bible and open it up and read it. This, even for people, us, the people you see here, it's a challenge to get into that Bible. Get into that Bible. Read it. Even we got to do it. Nobody's exempt. Just because we up here talking about this Bible study, we don't get a pass. You know what I'm nope. saying? Your preacher don't get a pass. Nobody gets a pass for this. Nope. We have to get to his word because part of spending time with him is praying and reading his word. You know? Go ahead, bro. No, no, you own it. Like all those things. You can't you can't expect I'll put it this way. For the only people to pick up their word is every other Tuesday with us. We thank you for your support, but you can't expect growth every mm -hmm. other week. And you only get known for an hour. If you go to Sunday service, you can't expect growth if the only time you pick up your word is on Sunday mornings. Right. You know what I mean? So it's more than Sunday mornings and a midweek Bible study. It's an everyday lifestyle, no days off. A great Amen. rapper said that once. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yes, sir. So with that being said, man, thank y'all for uh watching our Bible study on understanding sowing and reaping. I hope and I pray that you got a better understanding of sowing and reaping. If you didn't get everything, man, hey, go back, rewind the video, go back, go back yeah, to the, the to the last one, check our page, watch it again. You know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I know who is. The Holy Spirit is perfect. Amen. And he helps perfect me, helps perfect Rob. And God will bring things out that we didn't even see. I go back and listen to my own self, and I'd be like, dog, I ain't know I said that. Dang, I ain't know right. Rob said that. You know, and it's like it's opening up because the Spirit teaches through 
us. We allow him to flow through us. Not that we're perfect. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we yielded vessels. We're trying to be and we're trying to stay being yielded vessels. You know. Amen. But with that being said, man, we'll see y'all tomorrow. We'll have a sports show. Then we'll have a regular show on Thursday, uh, the Music and Faith show on Thursday. We have an interview from a special guest and uh, much, much more. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And with that being said, I'm C. Micah. I'm Rob Redeem. And we is out. We will see y'all tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the dot. Yeah, yeah.